Well, welcome everybody to the Blow Off Elf podcast. We're your hosts, Alex and Tucker. Uh, sorry we missed you last week, but uh, Tucker was uh, running a construction company. <laughs> yeah, that's and uh, and we just we you know life got busy. So, but we we're certainly going to touch on um, the Austrian GP because it was it was another great race. I don't know if it's the best race of the season, but it, it was in yeah, contention. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. Lots lots happening. Um, we are uh, once again on Tucker's porch. Because it's a yeah. thankfully a wonderful night in Minnesota. Uh, in Minnesota. <laughs> we take them when we we've got them. we've got beer. We've got yep. some cicadas somewhere. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should be a good night. But we did want to. Uh, we've also got some news we're going to touch on, uh, including what I think is probably one of the most amazing, amazing in terms of God I want it concepts yeah, exactly. I've seen yeah, in yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that we'll touch <clears throat> on. So. But first, we, we're not going to kind of do a blow-by-blow. Blow. I'm sure you guys, it's been a couple of weeks, you've seen the, or it's been a week, you know, you've seen the, the action from the Austrian GP. Um, but we did want to touch on yeah. some kind of key points. And and one was, so so Charles Leclerc finally broke his, so he had this really bizarre streak of never, basically every race win he had 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 been from pole. Yeah. And he did not start pole. Yeah, uh, Max uh, was on pole, and um, Max won the sprint race, as which well. is kind of interesting because he won the sprint race. Yeah, but then the next day, it's like the Ferraris looked like looked really good. Yeah, so I that was know. interesting. I don't know. It's weeks. Yeah, it's they. They must have. <coughs> yeah, they must have. They figured something out because they both yeah. were running well. So yeah, they And at, at one point, they were looking like they're going to finish one two, but they they didn't. We'll get to why. But so Charles. Um, it it was not made easy for him, uh, again through no fault of his own. So <laughs> this time it wasn't wasn't really strategy either. No, no, it was so <laughs> you know reliability. <laughs> yeah, and and we've seen Ferrari has had a couple issues with reliability. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it was in Baku, right, where Carlos like had an engine failure yeah. or something. Yeah. So they've had kind of some touch and go stuff there, but for the last I think it was about ten laps. So Charles in the lead, Max was gaining. Ferrari actually had done pretty good pit stop strategy yeah. um, to, to keep Charles in the lead. And he started having an issue with his throttle where when he let off the throttle, it would not completely would not come back to, to zero. Yeah, neutral, yeah. So it would still be at like 20 or 30% open throttle. So what he, what he ended up having to do, which is amazing when you if you understand how so F1 cockpit Well, works. especially when you look at as quickly as these turns are approaching yeah. and coming in and out of at speed. Right. So he That's was, a master. That's like a master. I know. It, <laughs> he he was when he get, would get off the throttle because he needed to get it back to neutral, zero zero throttle input, he would slip his foot along the backside of the throttle and pull it <laughs> uh, to get it back to neutral, which is yeah, it's we, also something that probably you know a certain group of people with piece of shit cars are used also to. Really yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but this is but, a Ferrari yeah, F1 car, yeah, going like two hundred miles an hour. Well, it's like you said. What's it's made more amazing by the fact that like he is managing this while going into corners, and he's yeah. and he's being chased down by. You yeah, know, who's presumably got a mostly fully functioning F1 car. Champion. Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't lose that much time. That, that was that's. I mean, yeah, yeah. it was an amazing, amazing drive. But you could hear in his voice, yeah. like the radio after well, like, you yeah. crossed the line, like just like, oh, I was so scared there that yeah, we were going yeah, 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 we we to catch us. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, and I remember one of the commentators coming on because uh, I was watching the video on demand, so I don't remember who it was, but mm-hmm. they were basically. Said something to the effect of like, "Oh, I don't think um, the FIA is going to like you." Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what and the thing that I what I was referring to with like the F one cockpit setup that is com- that is yeah. so tight. It is. Yeah, you can't see. Anything there's there's there. there's like molded pieces around yeah. there. It's all done by yeah, feel, and so he's having to. He probably has a few inches. I mean, it's like he didn't have bigger feet. Honestly, if yeah, he was they, someone the size of George Russell, he probably, <laughs> probably couldn't, couldn't have gotten his foot around. behind the yeah. throttle. Um, yeah, you know, it's, know. it's helpful that Charles looks like, I don't know what his height is, but he looks like he's all of like 5'5", five, five, yeah. 120. <laughs> you know, so, I know. It, so that worked out for him there. And then he, you know, as I mentioned, at one point, Ferraris were 1-2. Carlos was in second in front of Max. Uh, and it looks like that, it looked like that was how it was going to stay. They were both running really well. 
they had made their final pit stops. Yeah. And and uh, Carlos, I mean, something detonated. Back yeah, there. the the engine just I mean, detonated. Shit flying out of the sidewalls. Yeah, crazy. yeah. So like his his he was going down a straight, coming into a, a tight right hand turn, and you see you could see it on the slow mo replay. Yeah. Fire comes out of the uh, basically kind of like, like exhausts, yeah. not exhaust out. It's like the vents, yeah, yeah. Uh, the vents on like the engine cover. Part of the side pod blows out yeah. on the right hand yeah. side. Yeah, the whole thing just shakes. The whole thing shakes. It's yeah, and then there's just fire. Yeah. So the back half of his car is on fire. And it was kind of scary because Maybe he, he was able to... line or something. Could be. I, I, I still haven't heard what the issue was, but he, he was able to make it into a runoff area. And the, the track officials were there quickly, which was good. Um, but it was tricky because he was trying to get out of the car, but the car kept rolling backward and they were trying to get a, they have like blocks yeah. to stop the car. Yeah. From rolling it sounded backward. like they were trying to get that block. So them. one of the, one of the marshals was there with the fire extinguisher. He was trying to get a block in, in front of the right front tire to get to, to stop the car from rolling back, but they cut away. Yeah. And usually when they cut away, it's cause they don't know, is this going to go, how it's going to go. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that, nowadays yeah it freaked out, me out a little when yeah. i saw it's like okay he's still in there it's rolling backwards and the, the things are increasing yeah and and the thing is like nowadays we're used we're not used to seeing fire in an f1 car you know we had roman grosjean's crash with the with the haas team and that was so inexplicably yeah that's like a one in a million but but yeah. back in the day formula one drivers <clears throat> fire was what they feared the most yeah because that was what would kill them um, and there were numerous drivers that, that died, not from the injuries from a crash, but because they couldn't get out of the yeah. car in time, um, and they didn't have as good a safety standard, so they didn't have marshals close by. Yeah. It was why they didn't have uh, seatbelts. Yeah. Drivers would rather be thrown clear of the car than be stuck in the car and burned to death. I mean, it was very, I mean, it was un, unreal. Again, I think I've mentioned Sounds, it before. Yeah. If you haven't seen the documentary, yeah. one, yeah, it's really about good. the history of of formula one and the safety of formula one it's phenomenal but um it shows like how big a danger fire used to be yeah. we're not used to that now so it was really kind of touch and go for a minute but carlos was out and safe and once he was out you could see how just dejected he was because he knew that was like an easy second place um yeah it's like i went you know going back to what i said earlier on in the season i didn't really expect them to have the amount of um, hardware issues I know that they have. Yeah, um, I was honestly thinking it was going to be more Red Bull, and that's kind of mm-hmm. how it started at the beginning of the season. Yeah, um, with all the DNFs, mm-hmm. and then they seem to have gotten kind of stabilized. Yeah. yeah, but man, Ferrari is just still throwing curveballs. I know, I know. Kind of, kind, you know, and that's one of the things. Well, I think it was last. I can't remember which year it was, but I think it was like the. British Grand Prix, maybe it was last year, I think. And there was like all sorts of wacky tire failures. Yeah, it was and, Silverstone, yeah. It and was it's just when like, Lewis did the last lap on three yeah, wheels, yeah. basically. It's like, yeah. you know, that stuff doesn't help the brand. No. When no. we're blowing engines up and we're DNFing, like, yeah. Ferrari, you know, there's yeah. this expectation, like, yeah. these cars are really expensive. Yeah. And now we're just kind of seeing them, you know, shit the bed every Detonate, third race. Right, yeah. And it's like, well, that's not great. <laughs> yeah, especially compared to Red Bull, who's, like, trying to develop their own... <laughs> Busy engine. lifting drinks. Yeah. And somehow yeah. they've got their... There's, these great power I trains. <laughs> I know, Yeah, so... <laughs> straight line speed. It, it, it It's really tricky, um, you know, but it worked out for Charles now. I'm still skeptical that of how Ferrari's going to do in the constructors and in the driver's championship because yeah, of that, yeah. what you said. Because, I mean, that's literally going from you're taking home a load of points to... To nothing. Yeah, <laughs> to nothing. <laughs> it's not helpful. Yeah, no. Um, and then you're you're really kind of you're relying on your rival to have a DNF as well. Which is Cause, not... Because that's where, you know, even where races... I can't, what, I can't remember what race it was where Max... I don't know, got into traffic or something, but just didn't finish well at all. Oh well, at Silverstone, he yeah, had yeah. The, he had the under trade damage yeah. where he finished like ninth. Yeah, but it, but still, it's like well, few points. Yeah, 
He's better than zero. That's the thing is, it's not about just being the fastest. It's about being the fastest and the most consistent. Yeah, putting points on yeah. the board. So. Um, and and, and huh. to you know, to that end, Mercedes might be getting back in the fight a little bit. I know. So <laughs> I know. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis and, and George, George finished yeah. three four. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, and and they were looking actually fairly quick, and they looked quick at Silverstone. Too. And I think the expectation was at some point this season they Mercedes will figure some stuff out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain that I've watched them flail. A yeah, it's I actually know. been really satisfying yeah. for me. I nothing against either two of those guys. Yeah. It's just fun to see, you know, like the Yankees or the Patriots struggle. Yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> for half a season. Yeah. <laughs> it's I know. Kind of enjoyable. I think it is. It is fun seeing. <laughs> it, it. It's. It, it's nice seeing someone right? else winning. Because then you get opportunities where you get Mick. Right. Mick, who got who finishes, two back-to-back. Yeah, really back. So last, last week awesome. at Silverstone was his first points finish. And then this week, he does his best. He yeah, beats that best-ever finish, sixth place. Um, and Kevin Magnuson got eight. So they were, yeah, I mean, they were heckling Lewis. Yeah. I mean, they were heckling. I mean, he mm-hmm. couldn't get around them. He was stuck behind them for yeah. a while. Like, yeah. Really struggling with, yeah. with the Haas boys. Mick, yeah, and Mick, you know, Mick was racing again. He he was holding up Lewis just yeah. like he held up Max. I mean, I mean, just think about that though. Like when you look at the dominance of Mercedes in uh-huh. this, the pre-era to, to yeah. what we're doing now. Yeah, and it's like to think that to even think that no, the Haas I mean, boys would have to be up dude, there. Dude, just just last <laughs> just Lewis's last way. just last season, if there was a Haas in front of Mercedes. That was, was going to last blue, for two turns, flags. and they yeah. were gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah blue flag. Yeah, <laughs> get out of the way. There was no actual racing. So, you know, but I, I like this because I think from what I've seen, when he, I think he got a lot, I think he got a lot of uh, confidence from that fight with Max at the last race, showing like, hey, I can go wheel to wheel with yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the greatest drivers yeah, yeah, of all yeah, time. That's true, yeah. And everyone, because the, the almost unanimously people said, what a great yeah that was a professional great event, yeah. defensive drive and now he does the same thing to lewis and he gets a sixth place for haas i mean i i think it's a really a good for yeah. a young driver yeah. like that's gunther's earned it yes <laughs> so gunther, yeah i saw like some shots of gunther out the way she was so amped up dude that's I, awesome i just keep i keep thinking, i cannot wait to see him gunther, on drive to survive this season it, yeah in a way it is like gunther was like f1 salvation they didn't even know him. yeah like haas was obviously a disaster he was the only reason you cared about haas well and and, yeah. and, and that's like where netflix started i mean that's where mm-hmm. it started was with haas i think nobody would they were like sure sure that's shit, great. We'll, Honestly, you're gonna give us ten thousand bucks sure you can come on and yeah honestly i <laughs> i didn't think about that but you're right the first season of drive to survive famously mercedes and ferrari didn't take yeah. part to, um you know this re- is below this is very big it's below this them. is below us and you're right like the the Breakout stars <laughs> were, um, I'm blanking on them, the guy from Red Bull, Christian Horner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then Gunther yeah, Steiner. Exactly, yeah, Gunther Steiner. And so, you know, that, and, and, and He's we've got seen. such great one-liners. And... Yeah, and, and the consternation <laughs> is so funny when he gets upset. Yeah, but it. Listen, Gene, we're going to get this. I know it's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I love this is all shit. This is all shit. <laughs> it's so funny. I love those when he's facing yeah. on the cell phone. The yeah, yeah. Like, we're gonna get this figured out. Yeah, it's so stressful. funny. You just like your heart went out for the guy. I know. <laughs> but so it's even more satisfying this season to see him get some results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're right. Like he, you know, that then led to the massive surge in popularity in the U.S. Yeah, it's all Gunther, man. All money <laughs> it's all Gunther. For, yeah, so. That 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 it's fun seeing that and and just being excited for because they were they are the underdog yeah, right yeah, I mean yeah. they have no money no yeah um, yeah so that's been sad and it was an open question coming into the season you know they said they didn't invest any money during the year of Mazepin because they were supposedly yeah. spending it all on developing this car and we're like is that a smoke screen for Gene to not have to spend money with? but it seems yeah. like they've actually got a good yeah they've got yeah. a good car yeah. They're yeah. consistently, I mean, I don't know where they are in the manufacturer's stand, but they're consistently getting yeah. points now, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, good, good for them. So that's, that was exciting. But it was a great race, really fun. Um, 
Really fun fight again. A great fight between Max. One and of Charles. one of the I, I, one of the things I did like about the the race was um, well, was, I, I'm kind of like a I'm kind of a Red Bull fan mostly because of Sergio, mm-hmm. but he got squeezed, man. Yeah, he got yeah. squeezed early. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and the and the I swear to God, he did the same thing to somebody. Yeah, like three seasons ago in that same corner. Yeah, and it was just complete opposite. Like. He gave me no room. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. He, he turned into me, you know. So it was like literally, like you could have mirrored the same. It was thing. a racing yeah. incident. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a racing yeah. incident. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know that, he, that. I think he was at the racing point back then. Was, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He shoved off the course, but well, that was you know, and that was actually big. So you know, he DNF because of that, and yeah. then so actually. It was really unfortunate that Carlos had the engine issue because that could have been right. a yeah. one-two finish for Ferrari, yeah. the manufacturers, really boosted him. with Red Bull getting a DNF. a DNF. Yeah, but you know, as it is, it was still ultimately a gain. Um, you know, but they could have really bit into Red Bull's lead, which is pretty yeah. big. Yeah, at the this point, yeah. championship. But um, we're coming up actually not too far on the summer break for F1, yeah. so we got French GP um, uh, next weekend or this coming. Uh, next Sunday, sorry, and then the Hungarian GP the weekend after that, and they're off until the end of August, and yeah. then we come back to to the Belgian GP at Spa, which hopefully won't be a rain yeah, <laughs> rained out mess. That was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I remember just like which was so unfortunate. That. Spa is so cool. <laughs> I know. I kept watching and watching, and finally I was like, screw it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna watch this on video on demand at some point. What a mess that I know. Was. I know. <laughs> well, and, and it, yeah, and and. It, it was really unfortunate because Spa is definitely yeah, such like a great one of my circuit. favorite yeah. tracks. Like that shot of <clears throat> them yeah. going up Eau Rouge is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so great race. I'm sure we'll talk about the French GP next week and, and see how it plays out. Paul Ricard is one of the things that happened a lot at this race at at, at the Austrian GP were track limits violations. Yeah, um, yeah a lot yeah. of drivers struggling with times getting deleted in qualifying and stuff for. And, and getting uh, warnings in the race. And, and I remember even Lewis was like, nah, man, I wasn't across the line. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty five, clearly. Five seconds. He was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and they were, they, it was interesting because they were talking on the, on the, on the um, broadcast about <laughs> how they think it's because the, the front, the new front wing design yeah. blocks it's got their like vision. Wing over the tire. Yeah, yeah. And so they have a tough time seeing where their um, inside tire is relative yeah. to a corner. So, being able to see, you know, if they are actually off track or not. Yeah, uh, I know. It's, uh, it's tough. What, three warnings, black and white, and then like a five-second penalty. Five-second penalty. And, and people quite, got that. Quite a few people got five-second penalties. And But what the reason I bring and it up is... that can be really brutal and yeah, close. That's what happened to Lando, I think. Yeah. Uh, but one of the... Um, the reason I bring it up is a lot of drivers saying Paul Ricard, which is the circuit where the French GP is, is going to be even worse for that. Mm. I don't know why exactly, but they've all said like, if it, if track limits were an issue in Austria, they're going to be a disaster in France. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but we did want to get to some some news. Um, there was a lot of interesting stuff that we haven't touched on in the last couple of weeks. But I wanted to. <clears throat> we've talked about this. I don't know. This was early on in the podcast, but BMW has done it again. They've resurfaced. The idea... This just won't die. I know. I don't think it's going to die. I think I they're think going to continue to poke and prod I think they're testing the waters. Until they get it through. I think they're testing the waters, and each time there's a little bit less anger, and there's finally going to become a time where there's... A Learned helplessness. Enough. Really. Yeah, exactly. People don't get angry, and then they're like, all right, we're doing all right. it. We're but they've reintroduced subscription services for certain features in their cars. So heated seats are now... So this is only in South Korea at the moment. They, they've supposed that, so there's a bunch of furor over this, and BMW put out a press release saying, you know, this is, I don't know, I think it was BMW North America, but they specifically said like this will not come to the U.S. You know, we're not, we're, this is being tested out in this market, blah blah blah. So in South Korea, at least for now, they have started charging for a, basically a monthly rate for heated seats. And, and the trick is this is, not, this is not your a software thing where 
you know, to unlock full self-driving. You have to pay yeah, a Tesla yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that. <clears throat> the heated seat hardware and electronics are installed in the car, but they're blocked by the software. That is just obscene. I think so. I mean, I mean that I can't. No. Well, the thing I is, would not buy that car. I wouldn't either. Even if it looked great and was like, and here's just just as a a vote of no confidence. Well, and here's the thing: like, there might be mathematically a reason why it's better for you. So, like, if you were leasing the car for three years and a heated seat option costs you a thousand dollars, but it only costs you fifteen dollars a month. Then maybe it's cheaper, but still, the th- it's the, in this, it's the it's in concept this, of it. Well, and in this day and age, with inflation the way it is, and people actually probably a lot more closely paying attention to their monthly budgets, yeah. like this is just something else that nibbles away at it. It yeah. irritates people yeah. at a time when everything else is getting expensive. And right. now it's like, now I, I have the hardware. Right. You know, I own the car. Right. And I can't use it well, the because is, I'm not willing to pay five dollars mm-hmm. a month. But you know, you multiply that over a fleet of a million do- or a million cars. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of revenue. Well, and also think about okay. I think the real benefit for BMW and stuff like that is the secondhand market. Yeah, you know, because they they can, they can keep charging BMW, the next BMW man. They they are just assholes when it comes to like, dude. It just literally produce cars. And they say, we're going to do this, they call it a life cycle impulse, which is basically just to make you feel bad about your purchase so that you yeah. buy another one. Fortunately, right. fortunately, they've made them uglier and uglier. So you don't feel So bad. I don't feel really that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I don't, yeah. like, I have no interest in trading RX-5 for an IDX because right. I, I don't like that. That, that <laughs> I, Every time I drive by the dealership and I see that one out front, I'm like, that is so freaking hideous. <laughs> I just don't know who would buy yeah. it. Yeah, but but anyway, so it allows them in the secondhand market when that car gets sold again to, to charge the new one. Dip. Well, double they've been doing again. that for forever with Sirius XM. Yeah, you know. I, I, but amen, amen. That's so, so annoying. The Sirius I, XM. So I think there's a lot of weird potential things that could come out of this. So like if so if I have all this hardware on my car that's adding weight and I'm not using it, I'm like, why can't I just have them take them out? Yeah, you know? who's on the hook when the when the thing throws an air and breaks? Well, that's the other thing. If I, I, I'll subscribe to it. Right. So I have I have you know I have a a heated seat, mo you know I have a heated seat element that I'm not using, but it throws an air code. Now I have to go spend money at a mechanic to get yeah, it to checked get it out. It's, I just I just feel like this strikes me as like a very Tesla thing to do. Even yeah. though maybe or maybe not, they haven't done it yet. But really, what I think this Tesla is, pioneered a lot of the acceptance yeah, yeah. of that. But what it's like stepping toward is this: I don't own, I don't even own the car. Yeah, I just pay a flat rate of my God. By the time they implement, it'll be a thousand dollars for everybody, and mm-hmm. then I just get the car just shows up. Yeah, and I get to drive it for, for four hours. Right. Well, that's where a lot of people have, have which is going to be a disaster for. People like you and I who have OCD and try to keep our cars nice. Like, yeah. I mean, I will never go for that. Ever. No. But some people will. Some people. No, they've tried that with like, <clears throat> they've tried that, I think, in larger cities with car sharing apps. And exactly what you said has happened. People don't like, take care of stuff that they don't. If they don't you know, own it, people trash just it. Just completely trash They leave it. their yeah. freaking leftover Indian food in the car or they spill stuff and they don't clean it up. And Yeah. Because who gives a shit? It's. All you need to do—it's like is, public transport at that point. Dude, all you need to do is look at <laughs> look at how people treat a bird scooter. Oh God, yeah. Or a lime scooter to know what maybe, people think of stuff. That's maybe not there's the you know described coming recession will kill those companies. Yeah, I so we don't have to see those anymore littering the streets or thrown half in a river. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. no, I but but I mean that's. All, if you want to see how people treat yeah, devices yeah, no, that are not theirs, it's a, it's your or rental cars. Right? I mean, just look at how people treat rental cars. They, you know, yeah, and I feel bad when it's like, stuff. oh god, I got a little dirt in the driver's compartment. It's yeah, like, I know. I wonder if they're going to ding me for that. Or... I know. Whereas, <laughs> I mean, there's not a rental car in that in a lot that doesn't have multiple dings, scratches. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably been floored 
at every yeah. stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Punch you know? it. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> it's this, a rental car. <laughs> yeah, this 10-year-old Elantra's still got it. Just hit it. You know, so I, I, I think it's doomed to fail, but yeah. that is where the car companies would love to go. Um, but for now, I mean, they could roll this out in a lot of different ways. They could say, you know, if you want... The other one they've talked about is, you know, if you want GPS, which... Or, or Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay is now a subscription. You know, there's a lot of different things that can make a subscription. And, you, you know, for GPS... You know, you're already paying... Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like Rivian said, you know, they thought, well, over the lifetime of the car, we could milk out another 25 grand right <coughs> per subscription customer. fees on this stuff. And it's like, yeah, well, this thing is already pretty goddamn expensive. I know, like, right. Now I've... You want me to spend $100,000 on your truck and then spend another $25,000 on features for the truck yeah. and, and i get it like i get that you can make a case that the money might be a wash depending on what they charge if they just charge you a flat fee when you bought the car yeah um, and the problem is but, these days the cars themselves have gotten so ungodly expensive that you know if you were to take it to a shop and get the software unlocked so you had heated seats for free they'd be like no yeah it's, and and it's like they they don't they don't really do a great job manufacturing anymore mm-hmm. in terms of the reliability, it, it seems like, with just the infinite number of computer chips yeah. and points of failure. Something is always breaking, and then they yeah. can just be like, well, we won't cover that. Well, and but, this it, is, but I'm sorry, it'll brick your engine if you don't get it fixed. Right. <laughs> and I think this is the downside to me of... You're held hostage, in essence, right. is kind of what it feels Well, and like. having the downside of a connected car. It's another argument for an analog car is, like okay the yeah. only reason bmw can do this is because over the up over the air updates are a thing yeah they can remotely unlock stuff yeah and, and you know as you alluded to kind of tesla you know really pioneered a lot of this but it's and and some it's great like cool i can you know i can get an update that adds <laughs> features to my car and the and the thing about it though is like and I was thinking about this, I don't know why, but I was just thinking about it today in terms of, I think it was, because I was on the Tycon forum and I was just reading some, you know, kind of usual bitching and complaining posts, yeah, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is usually what a car forum is. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they were talking about, you know, well, <clears throat> surely, I mean, you know, these Teslas, this is, it's inferior, the, you know, the craftsmanship is just not up to snuff, and it's like, well... You know, but you look at residuals on these things, they actually hold their value reasonably well. And I think it's really because, in, in essence, it's one of the few companies that's demonstrated they know even remotely what they're doing with software. Yeah. Like, right. most of my experience in terms of updating really just about everything around the house, mm-hmm. it just makes it worse. Yeah. It bricks it. Yeah. There's un there's unexpected errors because oh you know actually that batch of hardware we subbed in these chips and they don't interface well and we just didn't know that mm-hmm. sorry we <clears throat> bricked your product but yeah you're only one of five guys and so unless you guys you know mention this where we would never fix it yeah and right. it's like that's kind of been my experience with software updates so mm-hmm. like the same thing with the with the Tycon just kind of realizing that there's actually not many companies that know what they're doing with software and Tesla is basically the only one and so yeah you know so far there maybe there's issues with their you know physical craftsmanship but for the most part it seems like their software is actually kind of light years ahead it'd be nice if Porsche with all their money just went to Tesla's engineer like software engineering department and said like Come work for Porsche. They in essence, <laughs> they, they in essence need to do that. I just don't know if anybody is on that board who ha- who doesn't have gray hair, right? And, and has and any clue what the future holds. Yeah, because that's what they need to do. They yeah. literally need to do that. And I, yeah. I hope they're doing it because it's it's the difference between surviving yeah. this. I I can't. It's like imagine. the F one transition from. Yeah where we were, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be yeah. some unexpected, like, Haas, who are successful, like right. Tesla. Right. And then there's going to be people like behind. Mercedes, who mm-hmm. surprisingly struggle. But yeah. with these manufacturers, it's such a competitive environment. Right. If they are, they're designing ugly cars, mm-hmm. they're having irritating subscriptions, mm-hmm. and crappy software, people yeah. are going to 
they're gonna die. You're gonna die yeah. on the vine. Instead of yeah, BMW instead of building a car that millions of people are excited to buy, we're shooting for and one that's in how five. You, and that's how you make more money. We're shooting for one in five. Yeah, that like the design. <laughs> so that yeah, I mean, it instead of creating crazy. a product that people are excited to buy and that boosts your sales, you're gonna just. You know, burn your cut. The customer that does buy the car, yeah, you're just going to burn to irritate them those more people more. that are like, "Well, I really don't love the way it looks, yeah. but I don't completely hate it. And yeah. I've been buying these for twenty years, and I've got yeah. an old two thousand two. So, yeah. I you know, I'll just, I'll just buy. Right. And then it's like, here's another knife. Here's yeah. another knife. Yeah, <laughs> I would be shocked if, I mean, BMW has gone so far down that road that I've kind of lost all interest in BMW, which is really sad because. Yeah. My attainable dream car I've mentioned before growing up was like an E36 M3. Yeah. I currently have a BMW. That's kind of how I feel. But a I've lot just of the really stuff been that I grew up it. with, like the M3s or the, the M Roadster yeah. when I was a kid or the M5, it's like, that's not the company that exists today. No, and I'm finding kind of unfortunately less and less that I identify with. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I totally agree. I, but if if Volkswagen Group is smart, they would just go to Tesla's. Yeah, no, <laughs> Tesla's think, engineering firm would be like, "Do you all want a million dollars a year? It doesn't matter. They, Whatever they, it takes." They do seem to recognize it. It's an know, issue, but of course they're going to do it in some strange German way, right? And We're, so it'll just not. We will work not very, admit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just it just won't it just won't go well. It'll, it'll it'll eventually get done, but it'll be very circuitous. Lots of yeah. rules and. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be implemented poorly. <laughs> Which is honestly why, like, you know, I've thought about, we've talked, I mean, obviously ad nauseum over the years about, you know, what's the next car, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, I truly think, like, with the Taycan, it would make no sense to update that at this point. Yeah. Until it's at least version two, maybe even version three. Because yeah. from my experience in buying that, there's a long way to go. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy with it. I love that car. I'm not planning to get rid of it anytime soon. Yeah. But there is a long way to go. Yeah. For for me, as it stands now, works great. I don't have any issues with it. There's mm-hmm. a few buggy things that irritate me, but yeah, I don't know that that's ever going to get fixed. It's not a deal breaker. Yeah. But but my overall experience with it is. We're not there yet. Yeah. We're not even. They're not. Basically, they took your car. Mm-hmm. And made a bunch of promises they'll do all these magical things mm-hmm. that they fundamentally can't deliver on. Yeah, right. And maybe version two. Yeah. Probably version three. And the but sad- there's no sense in spending that kind of money all over again right. for a, for kind of the same package in a different color. Right. Because that's what it is. It's yeah. like, oh, we'll just put a different motor in or we'll dial the software. Right. So you, right. you, my friend, are a GTS and you are not a turbo. Right, because there's a few ones and zeros that are different. Right, yeah. Just so you know. Right, but or otherwise, or we strapped one more motor to an axle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a, you know, and that's it, what that's where I really kind of wonder how the the Porsche hierarchy really, tra- I mean, translates in mm-hmm. the EV world. It's going to be yeah. really kind of fascinating because obviously. You know, with internal combustion engines, <clears throat> maybe it's even a different engine in some of these. But with an EV, I it's figured, like I you can't you can't put a bunch of wacky wings and no. crazy airfoils and stuff on it because it kills the range. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and assuming they have the same motors and it's literally software programming that's making the horsepower difference. I would assume that someone can somebody can unlock that, unlock that yeah. easily, especially once it's like out of warranty and stuff. Yeah, who cares? They will probably go nuts. Um, but <laughs> it's like the it's like you you know overclock your computer. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just gonna fry a hundred thousand dollar car though. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll put in a new CPU. Those batteries are cheap to replace. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, kind of speaking of EVs and and Tesla, so it came out this week. Uh, maybe it was last week, but yeah, they Tesla. So for a while, for those of you that may not know, Tesla for a while, because of um, the EU's basically uh, telling them to, they have been allowing non-Teslas to charge at um, Tesla supercharger stations, mm-hmm. and they've had to make the um, 
connectors work with. Yeah. There's, I think the EU has like a universal a CCS connector. Yeah, yeah. You, you know more about this than I do, but they have like a, a connector that you have to use. Yeah, and Tesla's is just physically, it's like a different plug. It's yeah, like a three socket plug versus kind of like a two socket. Thing. Yeah, they literally just don't plug in. So that's been trialed for a while now. I think in Norway, some other countries um, in Europe, and then just this week they. And, I mean, Tesla makes a lot of promises they don't keep, so we'll see. But they've said that starting probably in late fall of this year, they're going to start allowing non-Tesla cars to charge supercharger stations in the U.S., mm-hmm. which we've talked ad nauseum on, on the podcast about how horrible the EV charging infrastructure is, in our, at least bore, in our you, part. Of, you bore witness to it when we brought the Ticon back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, monkeying around at those stations, it's like, yeah. well, this is the high, really high-powered one that the Taycan is one of the only cars well, that we work with, and it's like either yeah, it doesn't it's, work. either it doesn't either it won't accept your payment. Yeah, it's, it's out of service. It says it's a 350 watt charger, and it's giving you 60 watts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, inexplicably, inexplicably, the like the batteries should should right. pull down a lot more. The temperature outside, it's like nope, mm-hmm. not getting it. So the one. You know, and one of the biggest, and I mean, a lot of people believe that the reason that Tesla hasn't done this previously is a huge yeah. selling point for Tesla is, one, the software is very good, two, the app is very good, three, the supercharger network is excellent. And it is, yeah. It's um, reliable. And you know? so now one of those three prongs of, of why you would buy a Tesla is kind of... Yeah, it's it's really, away. it's kind of fascinating to me. I mean, my... Um, you know, wife and I, we kind of decided with a kid in our lifestyle when the e-tron lease was up, we re- replaced it with a hybrid X5 just because for some of our long-distance trips, frankly, with the way the, the network, the third-party network was, so, like, outside of Electrify America, it was just basically so shitty yeah, and unreliable that it's not something, you know, with an infant you can really plan on if it's, like, the only charger to get... Yeah, back you don't down want to be from stranded. northern Minnesota right down to southern Minnesota. And so we had kind of gotten frustrated with it. Um, and I think that, you know, as a somebody who I probably won't buy a Tesla, but for a lot of people who made that kind of commitment to them, I do kind of wonder how the details will get ironed out here. Because, like, I know for the, the EA chargers, for the Taycan to really pull down, like, super, super high... Uh, kilowatts. Mm-hmm. I think they're like liquid cooled. Yeah, to really get that. And so if the if there's an adapter mm-hmm. in between this liquid cooled part of the wire and mm-hmm. this adapter, which does not have liquid cooling, yeah, I don't think you're going to pull down anywhere near the rate. So t- to me, it's like if I was a Tesla person, this would kind of piss me off because it's mm-hmm. like this is just going to lead to more congestion. These cars. Right, you know, well, physically because of limitations, can't charge as fast as we can, so they're right. hogging stalls. That's where I've heard a lot of the a lot of the pushback against this idea has been from Tesla owners who said one of the main reasons I bought this is because of the supercharge network, and now I'm going to have to deal with lines at the chargers and waiting. Yeah. And now that being said, if that probably the way Tesla looks at this is. You know, we can paint the town with our chargers. Yeah. You know, we right. know how to build these out. Mm-hmm. We've got them built in every state. We know how to deal with utilities. Ours are reliable. Yeah. And so they're like, this is great advertising for us. Oh, right. there's going to be federal subsidies to pump out a bunch of chargers that otherwise we've been, you yeah. know, just kind of paying Financing ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. From that standpoint, they may be like, yeah, there's probably going to be a year or two of irritation, but but we've built this network out faster than anybody else. Like, yeah, if if their goal is really to say like, we want to see EV succeed, mm-hmm. and we're better at doing this than anybody else, and you know, you pull into a Tesla station, it's like, God, this is kind of slick. I never would have thought to buy one of these. Right. But it's like, I think I might trade my whatever for a tesla next time because i'm talking to this guy next to me and he says he loves his model s yeah and and look at what it can do and you're like oh my my can't do that it could be it could be really good advertising and and you know maybe tesla's um the people that buy teslas by and large seem to 
be much more willing to accept these sort of... Yeah, a little beta testing. little beta testing and the ups and downs of ownership a little bit. Um, so maybe, the, you know, maybe it'll be... They just absorb it well. I think the key is going to be, as you said, like they've got to paint the town with these things. Like, yes, people are going to charge at home, and that's got to be a big part of the infrastructure. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't. I mean, you'd have to have a supercharger on literally every corner to support people trying to get in and charge and the time it takes versus a gas station. But they also need to install a lot more. Yeah, to, they need a lot more, them. and they need to be reliable. It's yeah. There's not a there's not an easy solution where it's like, like oh this gas station's mm. pumps are out right there's you know freaking twenty gas stations in the next you know two right miles. well it's like what, I can fix this it's not an issue with yeah. EVs it's like well not only is this you know charging ex- escapade gonna take you know an hour because mm-hmm. this is not a fast charger or more two hours right it doesn't even work right. and then when you go on the you know like the plug share it'll say like you know, it was great for a week, and then somebody's like, "I can't get it to work," mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Can I count on this thing to work for right my when trip? you're planning those trips?" Well, and the thing <laughs> is, know. with a lot of these new EVs, you know, they're they're not increasing range by increasing their battery efficiency. They're just they're building, building bigger battery. batteries. This so now it's more to fill up, more charge time. Um, <laughs> That's like I joke to people. You know, God forbid if there's a, a Hummer in line in front of you on a 50 for three hours, yeah. <laughs> you're not going yeah. anywhere. So, I mean, that's, that's, I think it's really, it's it's made the idea of getting an EV a little bit more palatable to me because it's like, okay, well, there's going to be more options. Yeah, and, I, and I think at the end of the day, that really should be the take-home message. And it's a an organization that, that knows how to do this. It's not a, fly by well, you know, we build internal combustion trucks so let's just outsource this whole ev thing i don't know if it's going to be around so let's outsource this to some right volkswagen subsidiary that right and, that, and let them handle it right that, like a gas station as that tesla realizes that mm-hmm. the leap people are taking here is like kind of so profoundly different right that they want to insulate them and say right we we're going to put you in a cocoon yeah. Of success, yeah. So that you don't want to go back to internal combustion right. engine. With we've our, got a supercharger that works fast. We've yeah. got an app that connects and works extremely well. Because actually, one of the things I've heard a lot, and maybe you've had experience with this, but some of the folks I follow on on social media, car journalists and stuff, almost invariably when they're testing an EV and they go to like an Electrify America station or wherever they're going, they can't. They can't get the payment to work. Yeah. Like, like one of Johnny Lieberman, one of the editors at Motor Trend, he had a, I think it was a Rivian. He bought a Rivian R1T, but I forget if that's what he's, Anyway, he had an EV, and he went to one of these stations, and it kept shutting off and on repeatedly. And he's like, I got like 10 notifications of like a two-cent charge to my credit card for the the, the yeah. thing just, you know, it this was is like, off and on. And, you know, and it's like... We're we're really like draw we're fumbling at the goal line. Yeah. You know, it's like these people that have been running pop machines and candy machines have this shit figured out. Yeah, uh, yeah, so exactly. The payment works. And this you guys build part. this, you know, hundred thousand dollar amazing E V. Yeah. And the payment thing won't work. And it's and yeah. it's those kind of interactions when it's like, okay, I'm on my last leg of this, you know, six hour drive today. Yeah. You know, I've already had issues. Yeah, that breaks the camel's back, and they're like, "Yeah, getting rid of this next week. I don't have time for this shit." No, I know. And then they go around everybody and they say, "Listen to this story." Yeah, and they're like, "Ooh, well, that's I ain't buying one of those." That's I, that's me, man. I I see these stories from people like Matt Farah, who owns a, a Mach E, and some of the stories he's had. John Lieberman, Motor Trend. I've, I've read and, other stories, and it's just like, and I won't, and I and, won't and, deny any and, of that. And here's stuff, the thing, you know, this is in California. Yeah, because I mean, where there's I've, an EV charger every other freaking mile. Yeah, my wife and I have dealt with all this stuff with the e-tron and the Taycan, and and I really think that you know, in California and maybe the East Coast, there are definitely parts of the country where you can really do two EVs. Yeah, but in the upper middle continent, mm-hmm. in the Great North, yeah. I think for right now, until you know, obviously, like Tesla paints the town, or those things just become ubiquitous, where right. it's not a big deal. Right. 
you know, you, you got to have something that can kind of go the distance. Cause right now it's, it's not impossible. I mean, we did it all. Yeah. We, we made those trips. We yeah. got them done successfully. But it took more time. It took more time. And back then it was just, you know, the two of us. So mm-hmm. if we could rationalize with each other as adults, but with a newborn, yeah. they're not well, going to, they're not going to be rational. Waiting. Well, I, <laughs> I told you off. when you got that X5, <laughs> I really think for the next five to 10 years, hybrid is a sweet spot. Yeah. If you have 70 miles, 60, 70 miles of range, that is your daily Probably most people's daily commute yeah, to the yeah, office and back. Yeah, hundred percent. Maybe to the grocery store. So you're you're essentially an EV functionally. Yeah, that's basically what it's been. I mean, we what is it? Almost the end of July or middle of July. Mm-hmm. We've had that since is it May? Beginning of May. Yeah. We've we've put like one full tank of gas in it. Yeah, in two months. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because so, you just use it like an EV every day, and then when you want to go up to the cabin or go visit family, the gas engine's there. Yeah. And it's like that to me is way more reassuring. Oh, yeah. You and know? I think for kind of like our use case where we've got dogs in the vehicle, newborn, yeah, you know, we don't have time to screw around with that stuff. Yeah, I think we're probably going to, before we replace that vehicle with another EV, which I'm enthusiastic about doing, it's got to have a lot more range. Yeah. So that mostly for our lifestyle, we don't ever have to use public charging. It's yeah. just literally yeah. to the destination where it gets charged overnight yeah. and then back home. Yeah, I think that's, <coughs> you know, once you get to four or 500 miles of range, I think yeah, outside of a really long road trip. Crazy trip. You yeah. you know, you don't really have to worry about that. And and like you said, I don't want to have to worry. I want I want public charging to be my last resort. Basically, me too, as as I've learned, you know. I mean, that's to some extent why I'll kind of, like, look at some of the activities you do with the Porsche clubs, and I'm like, how many miles did you drive? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, like doing the thing at Road America. Yeah, exactly. How many miles is it out there? Have they got any chargers? Nope. All right. All right. We're out of the game. I'll see you someday out there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, um, I think it ultimately... That expansion is, is, I think, going to be good for EVs because, you know, there's a lot of things to debate about Tesla as a company, but as a charging infrastructure is there's not really a lot to good. debate. <laughs> no, it's really good. It so um, I think that'll be good. And, and if they see a business model that's profitable for them, you know, I mean, that's where, you know, all this profitable other stuff. business model, some advertising. Well, all this other stuff's been built off of. You know, essentially, the Dieselgate scandal money from VW. That's exactly you know, right. Yeah. Whereas Tesla... Who really owned that? Did they really kind of give a shit about right. what they were trying to accomplish? Whereas Tesla... Mm-hmm. Tesla's a the, publicly the traded board, company. If they can yeah. figure out a way to make profit off these chargers, yeah. then they're going to build the chargers. And in the boardroom, it wasn't like, you know, we got some other people that deal with that. That's not right. our That's not our Thing. ball of wax. Yeah. And in, in their boardroom, it was like, no, no. It is our. This is our brand. This is this is how we make this successful. Yeah. Because if people have awful charging experiences all the time, like we're not. They're not going to buy EVs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, There's one other car I did want to touch on. Um, One other news item, I should say. Um, So Hyundai has this thing called N Day, and 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 the N division of Hyundai is is like their sports division. It's like. Nismo for Nissan, M for BMW. Um, you know, that's it's their hot version yeah. of their cars. So they had N Day, and they revealed two concepts. One of which was this EV, which is kind of cool looking, like kind of teardrop shaped, but not in a bad way. It was fine. Non blobby. Non blobby. <laughs> it was fine. But what got me excited <laughs> was they showed up. It was actually a, a hydrogen. Yeah, that's. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like of all the power trains, it's a hydrogen powered car, but it was called the the, N, <laughs> so the Hyundai N Vision seventy four concept, and it's the, basically it was. Well, I know why you like this. Yeah, it was. It, was built <laughs> it looks it, a lot like. Yeah, no, it it's it it, it does have a kind of a road racer yeah. look. So I would encourage. It does you, have this kind of like you know skyline vibe though. It's got a skyline yeah. vibe and. You know, it's kind it's of an sweet. homage to this set 1974. Um, uh, it was called the Pony, which is funny, but 
This thing is like it's sweet. It's so freaking cool, man. And I it, it it's the height of like eighties nostalgia exactly. for me. That's what it is. It's yeah, kind of 100%. like a cool. So my my biggest like one of my um, criticisms of a lot of the modern EVs that we're seeing come out are yeah. like they all are trying to look futuristic. Yeah. And yeah, and it's yeah. all this like kind of shitty Blade Runner knockoff or Demolition yeah, yeah, yeah. Man knockoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like cool Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, knockoff. that is honestly it is actually. <laughs> it's very cool. angular. They have yeah. these cool rectangular LED lights. Yeah. It's completely embracing it and it's saying, no, it needs to look like this. Yeah. It's, it doesn't need to be functional. It doesn't need to have a great yeah. coefficient of drag. It needs, it to, needs look to look super rad. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, it's got these like arrow wheels that are really freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would probably buy one of these. I, they, I yeah. honestly like if they if they came out with this and I don't I'm the hydrogen I don't know thing, where that yeah, if they came out with an EV. If they came out with an EV that looked like this for under six figures, I would it. buy one. I would I would do whatever <laughs> I would I would Make whatever deal with yeah, my life I yeah, would yeah, need, yeah, that I would need yeah. to, to be able to buy. Because well, I think it's like when the, the Taycan came out for me, and I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that thing's awesome! I gotta have yeah. that. I just gotta have that yeah. car." This, you know? I think it is. Like I saw this, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the coolest car Bingo. I've seen in years." That's when I saw the original Taycan concept. I put that in my back pocket. You're like, "Ooh, that was." Well, shit! I remember. Ago, it, was like a de- it feels like a decade ago. Honestly. That was one of your roommates. Yeah, I it was remember a long time ago. That was, was like twenty thirteen ish. Yeah, it's just like I am in love with this thing. Yeah. So maybe, maybe the same trajectory yeah. will happen for you. I with mean, this. the thing that's heartening to me is I've seen universal response on yeah. social media and stuff of like, please, for the love of God, build this. <laughs> don't, yeah, you don't, know? and don't and, put this in front of our faces yeah. as a. Teaser and yeah. then not deliver. Well, and here's the thing: I'm not saying. I'm saying build this. I don't want some watered down, shitty version yeah, of this. Yeah, no, I know. Without I know. the wing, without the cool wheels, I yeah. want the cool. I want the wing. Yeah, I want the cool wheels. I want the LED headlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't care if it's an eighty thousand dollar Hyundai. People, yeah, I, I, I and I'm not saying just me. That. People will buy an eighty thousand dollar Hyundai that. if it looks freaking cool. <laughs> I would buy that. Yeah. You know, and and that's what I. Hyundai is really, you know, they used to be a joke like Kia. And now both of those manufacturers, yeah, you don't mess with them. You don't mess with them. Like those, yeah, those are, they, those are the they're Honda and Toyota. They're the Honda and Toyota yeah. of, the, of the 2010s and 2020s. True. I mean, every, like, every, every mom wants the, the Telluride. The Telluride, yeah. You know, the black The Palisade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like... No, they... they like, have, that is... You have arrived. Well, I still remember when Those things are like hotter items than yeah. like, you know, Land Rovers. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> they were. They were. They they were impossible to get. And and I remember my, real, my realization that they had stepped up their game was when your parents got their new SUV. What was it? It was a Kia something, right? Yeah, Sorento. Sorento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said this is back when we were living yeah. at the house, and they had the original like shitty Sorrento. Yeah, but you and then they got they got the, the new, new version. And it was like they and this are was, stepping up. This their was game. back, so this would have been years ago because it was back when we were still roommates at the old house. But you said, "Hey, yeah. come check this out," and because they they were visiting and it was in the driveway, and I got in and I was like, "This Damn. is as nice as my BMW." Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was like was really so nice. I was really floored by that. I, I remember when they um, when they uh, were looking at getting that. I was like, "Why would you want another one of those? Like, yeah. you guys have done nothing but bitch and complain about that car." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I looked got in and was like, "Yeah, or, you know, and get out and look at the badge." Like, yeah, this is I know. And now the Telluride is like on like. 10 best lists and, you yeah, know, yeah. SUV of the year and wait lists up the wazoo yeah. to get one. I don't yeah. know if they're still wait, wait they're, lists, they're but they're over sure. MSRP. They're over MSRP. Bonkers, and people were yeah. paying that, People were paying it. <laughs> no, I mean, it shows Hyundai has really steadily tried to work their way up market a bit. And I think, I truly think they're where Honda was in the 90s and early 2000s where it's like, all we do is hit home runs. Everything yeah, we're coming out really with. Yeah, they really do seem there. Yeah, you know the 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 
Veloster N was really well received by enthusiasts. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's being discontinued because it is just such a small segment. Yeah, it's a niche. But the Elantra, I think it's the Elantra N, was a really well-reviewed performance sedan. I mean, they're just making great yeah. products. And yeah. so their styling is unique and interesting. It is, honestly. It is, actually. It's very uh, intriguing. It's got, it does have that retro vibe, like, yeah. at least with this. Yeah. Some of the EV stuff, I really like it. Dude, there the, was it the Ionic Six or yeah. Five, whatever. Yep, the, the, the little SUV thing. Yeah, that thing is super, super cool. cool looking. I know. Uh, I, they um, there's somebody in the ramp that'll park next to me that has one with the Taycan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. There's all sorts I of really seen cool one EVs in that ramp, and I'm like, this. They know. They know what's up. Parked by the EV guy. And that's the thing is they <laughs> easy so, buddies. So the the Ionic Five <laughs> does have like the square lighting and stuff. Yeah. So I'm yeah. really like. Yeah, so some of the stuff you see these concepts, and you're like, okay, they won't bring that. To they're market, not going to bring that to market, yeah. you know. But lighting, lighting, and I think I think it was maybe BMW with the angel eyes, mm-hmm. but then I think really Audi pushed it and said, like, point, this is part this of is our a brand. signature. Yeah, and right. I think a lot of manufacturers have obviously tried to come up with yeah you know like i mean our volvo shows with the four lights the Porsche four with the four lights the volvo yeah. has the thor's hammer yeah and that's, right. Running light. that's right yeah yeah um, bmw with the classic angel eyes i mean everybody's got that like you got to have something yeah. even like the f-150 is like the big tron yeah. right half right. rectangles well it's know. smart because you know you're so like during the day people can see what it is but at night yeah, you have a limited way of knowing yeah, what kind, kind of, of car it is, that, you know, yeah. and projecting what you're driving. Or, or, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like I knew, I knew most cars on the road by their headlight design or their taillight design. Yeah, I could tell yeah, you, like, know, oh, that's, that's like a too. Ford Taurus, or that's a whatever. And and I don't know. I just it's slipping my brain right now. I don't know what manufacturer is doing these like stacked lights, but I just hate it. I just um, think it's awful. Taillights or headlights? Headlights. Ooh. And I think, um, I just saw one the other day going to Costco, and I was like, God, that is ugly. <laughs> and I was like, and that's what BMW is deciding yeah. the future I know, is. I know. And I was like, you I know. Wrong. It just shows you, like, you know, we were talking kind of before we started recording, like, Hyundai has really been smart in that they poached a bunch of the chassis people and dynamic, driving dynamics yeah. from BMW in the heyday of BMW. Obviously, they got it. They poached a lot of the design people that were leading, like, Audi and some yeah. other big brands. Basically, yeah. they looked they looked at the marketplace and said, who is doing the best out of everything we need? Chassis development, design, etc. Who's doing the best? And then they poached those people from different yeah, companies. Yeah, bring them on board. Yeah. And they're crushing it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. this this is the most desirable car I've seen in in years for me and and so i gotta help you build it <laughs> i do too yeah i i hopefully with the reception they've gotten it's encouraging them to be like you know maybe the hydrogen thing isn't a great idea but mm-hmm. we could throw this in it maybe for an ev yeah because it, it really could be kind of like a cool it, halo ev performance yeah. car for them yeah you know? i mean and and it's not the first time there there are other stories um of cars that were brought out as concepts, and then people just said, "Like, but then they'll, but then they gotta make this happen." Yeah, but then they'll like decide. <laughs> they like, water it No, down. we think the future is hydrogen. Yeah, and right. they'll build it, and there'll be two guys that buy it. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping this, I'm hoping this is like the Taycan, in that the concept comes out, and you can essentially buy the concept. Yeah, that is that was the coolest thing about the e-tron GT mm-hmm. and the Taycan is the concepts they revealed were super super They close. were basically the production yeah. version. And it was like, oh, this is so cool that you can have that. And that's yeah. when I was like, I'm sold. Because usually yeah. a lot of times they water them down enough that they look kind of weird and you're like, I really love the concept so much. Well, they come I out wouldn't... with these amazing like exterior you know, body panels and stuff and then the reality is that that's Those body panels are too to expensive to produce. And like, and yeah. Uh, the bean counter is coming. Why don't you cut that angle on right. this one? And you're yeah. like, well, now it's I'm not, not the thing that people it. want. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it now. So hopefully, you know. So if they're going to do it, do it right. Do it right. And I think mm-hmm. Hyundai, Hyundai have been positioning themselves for years well, and they've been doing things very smartly. So I'm hoping they just continue that. I would assume with the reception that got, 
something will come out of it at some point. I think so. I think it has maybe to. they put it in their back pocket and save yeah. it like, God, that thing got a really good reception. Like, yeah. Well, there must be some kind of hunger for that, you know? Right. Yeah. So anyways, I encourage you all to go check out the pictures online. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll be sure to put some on our Instagram as well. Um, it's, it's stunning, but we've been at it for an hour. Um, and we, we kind of wanted to try and do a little bit of a double episode since we yeah, missed last week up. and we have a little bit more time tonight, but um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably with some French Grand Prix talk yeah. and anything else that comes out that we want to talk about. I wouldn't mind talking about the Porsche trip. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah, you um, should. That sounded really interesting. I went for a, a fun drive for my birthday yesterday with the Porsche Club, so we might talk about that. But um, until then, be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Blofeld Podcast. Be sure to uh, subscribe and rate us on wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes or wherever. Uh, and until then, we'll see you all next week.